like a pantomime it is the headphones Mm -hmm. if we were on camera it would be hysterical uh yeah a reliable visual gag i think you'd like listening to your voice you think i like listening to my voice i think you would oh yeah yeah i absolutely do i would and i do (laughs) (laughs) oh you mean like through the headphones yeah oh yeah even just see even just hearing myself take an inhale, uh-huh. I was like oh, intoxicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there I am. I'm alive. Wow. Okay. And it also makes me realize how sensitive these mics are. They sure are. Hi, Lori. Hi, Chris. This is Carb Face. I can sit like a f- several feet back from the mic and be more comfortable. No, please don't. Okay. Can you bring the mic toward you? Thanks. Closer. Rumble, rumble. Rumble. It's all right. ASMR. <laughs> I like uh, how there's also a little bit of a digitizing effect. Like yeah. I feel like space food. Right, so I'm taking leave off them the, on. Leave them on. I'm like overstimulated. That's your punishment. <laughs> Got new studio headphones and Lori is listening to her own voice. Lori? Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yep. never taking these headphones off. It's amazing. Well, welcome to you is what I have to say. Thanks. I'm going to do, do this one without headphones, and I'll cut a bunch of this, but not all of it. Okay. I got I to gotta take them off. It's so distracting. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Ooh, that's a lot. That's like it is a lot. driving a Ferrari after riding a tricycle. Sure, sure, sure. Well, welcome back to reality with the headphones off. Yeah, thanks. It's disappointing, but you sure know, is. I know it's for, it's for the best. It's like when you see the world in 3D, but then you realize, wait, I have always seen it in 3D. Yeah. Because I have two eyes that function. It's like when you take a... LSD and, yeah, then you, that's and then you're done taking LSD. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Lori, how many times did you take LSD? Probably fewer than five. Oh, that's not too many. Yeah. I was very nervous about it. Sure. I really, a lot of that anti drug messaging. Yeah. A lot of that anti drug messaging that we got in elementary school, yep. not all of it, but a lot of it um, stayed with me, sunk in, and was like, Oh, you could die, you know, or at the very least, like you could have brain damage or, you know, any number of terrible consequences. Jump out a window. Yeah. 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 All those things. So I was very nervous, but not so nervous as to not do it. But I think when if I was with other people that were taking, like, say, a whole tab of acid, I would take a half. Oh, good for you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then eventually I realized like it was all like because you'd have to sort of plan it because it's like takes like a good 11 12 hours out of your day like you had to really sort of spend some time thinking about when and how you were going to take lsd and so that lead up was making me so anxious that i was like i i shouldn't be doing this because i i'm starting this process feeling really anxious and that's just going to make me feel anxious throughout this thing where i lose control of my brain this maybe this is not what Mm -hmm. i'm looking for in Mm -hmm. life so i'm now 120 days into my sober journey so like i'm not taking any drugs that are not prescribed by a doctor do you get a chip for that a coin a thing you know i was at a meeting last night and they were like has anybody have four months of continuous sobriety and like i i didn't raise my hand because i didn't want to have to like have people clap for me yeah and also i was the speaker so i'm like i'm already getting a lot of attention tonight i don't also need to get a chip like, can you talk about that as being a speaker is sure. that supposed to stay private or do you want to keep it no, private it's, it's fine i don't i realize like you know i'm not outing anybody else's anonymity um and i'm fine with talk. i think it's i'm always happy to hear other people talk about their experience yeah. in the 12-step world yeah. and um I was asked, I just started working with a sponsor and uh, who I love and she's a listener. And uh, Oh, hello, uh, listener. Uh, <laughs> hello, sponsor, um, listener. And she said to me, we, we just start, we just met for the first time last week and she said, she's very good. I think she's very good at what she does. She goes, so uh, are you free next Thursday night? And I thought she meant like to meet or whatever. And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm free next Thursday night. And she goes, okay, good. Because I signed you up to speak at this meeting. <laughs> and I was like, Fuck. <laughs> Uh, but actually, I was pleased because I'm trying to speak more. I'm trying to like get better at public speaking. And uh, basically, what you when you speak, you tell your 
your story, you know, what what it was like when you were using and then what happened and what it's like now that you've stopped using. So it's 15 to 20 minutes where you just get to talk about yourself. Oh, you would you love know? that. Yeah, Oh, it's you'd perfect. be so good at that yeah. too. So I, was, I wasn't truly upset about it. It was just like, oh, I wouldn't have put myself in that position. Right. So yeah, I, I mean, the speaker thing is like, they, some of the guys last night were sort of complaining about how sometimes it's tough to get a speaker and people cancel and whatever, but it's just people that have time in the program that um, talk about what their lives were like when they were using and then how they have changed. And uh, even the most kind of unfocused, boring speaker, I, there's always something to be learned from their story, I find. What do you think people learned from you? Oh, God. Like Nothing. Oh, <laughs> no. come on. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. People always, I've told my story twice now at meetings and people really seem to respond to when I talk about the fact that I was in a work or, or I was in and put myself in several work environments in which uh, drug and alcohol abuse was not only like okay, but yeah. in some cases actively encouraged. Right. And in some cases part of the job. Yeah. It's expected that yeah. you do this. Um, and so a lot of people have like a lot after you speak, people talk about how they related to your experience. And a lot of people uh, in both cases, there were many people that were like, not even from the restaurant industry, but sometimes, but also other businesses yeah. where it was just like, yeah, yes. You know, there, there's such a, it's such a part of my work, you know, building camaraderie or you're, you're told that it's, it's, you know, you're not going to make friends or whatever, unless you're drinking with people. Right. And it's just not true. You know? So if I were to create safe spaces for other people to, you know, I do drink, but not a lot because mm -hmm. my body can't take it. Mm -hmm. um, I just end up with migraines mm -hmm. the next day. Mm -hmm. So I, I have to stop. Yeah. Uh, if I were to create an environment that is more inclusive for people where I, I do, we don't go out drinking all the time, the people yeah. that I work with, but when yeah. we do go out, it is... I guess it is expected that everybody Everyone gets have arrested. Wine. Or yes, absolutely. Everybody gets arrested and we kill at least three people. How can I be more inclusive in, in that environment, Lori? I would say make sure you're killing the right people. Sure, always. Um, uh, I I don't know. I, I'm not sure I'm the right person to ask because like I my workplace is my living room. Uh, and I have never been in a position to create uh, inclusive spaces of any kind. But you've gone to parties. I remember yes. uh, shortly after you uh, started on your sobriety journey. <laughs> Do you like it when I say mm -hmm. it in that voice? Is that mm -hmm. helpful? Mm -hmm. No, when you when you first decided to stop drinking, yep. you were headed to a party. Yeah. Shortly thereafter. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. What am I going to do? Like. Yeah. It's not going to like, what do you do? So yeah. how do you navigate that? How do you navigate parties where you still work in an environment or part of a community where drinking and indulgence is expected? Yeah. Uh, I will say I show up later than I used to mm. and, and, and I'm prepared to leave earlier a hell of a lot earlier okay. than I used to. I used to be like that person, close you know, that close it down. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking of one beard awards after party in particular, where I was like wearing two different bowling shoes That's and fine. just, you know, like, Still getting drinks, I think, after the, the they had shut down the like open bar part of the thing, and just not great. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know that like taking away the the drinking activity for people who can handle their liquor. Like, I don't, you know, I, I don't know about moving it in a direction where it's like, oh, we're gonna have a lemonade party and build rapport, you know? Because then people are like, fuck, thanks, drunk asshole, can't I, handle their liquor. The only thing I'm going to say is I think lemonade party means something else. <laughs> <laughs> Which also becomes an HR issue. That's right. Lori, you have a list of things. I do. I do have a list you of things. You want to get your list out? Yeah. I had a, um, I had promised you that I would tell the Dinty Moore story. Yes, please um, so tell it. I'm going to tell it and you can decide if it's, um, I'm just going to start out by saying the person in this story is okay. Okay. She is okay. For listeners who, for some reason, missed the Fart Sandwich episode with Dennis Lee, that's where we went full dinty. Mm -hmm. And you you have a dinty more story. I have a dinty more story. I'll try and make it concise. You don't have to do anything. Okay. So I'll just start out by saying the person in this story is thriving as an adult Great. and got her shit together. 
It's not. It's not me. <laughs> I'm in the story, but I'm not the star and her of the story. Laura, and she's yeah. here right now. <laughs> um, so when I was a college freshman, I lived in a in a dorm uh, room situation that had multiple roommates. It was a suite, so uh, you you, know, you had roommates, but everybody had their own bedroom, um, except me. I got the big room. That was like the center room where everyone you where you walked into from the hall. Oh God! So it was a big bedroom, but it also it was like the corridor for other oh, people too. But I, you horrible. know, it's like, I it was like you know, whatever win, right. win lose draw. I don't know. Um, I I was fine with it in theory. I privacy was less important to me then. Um, so one of my roommates uh, was a woman who uh, started the school year full of life just excited to be at school, taking a challenging academic course, um, just like a happy person who just was sort of rainbow and flowers. And she was not my cup of tea exactly, but she was very nice. <laughs> and um, I, you know, I thought she's going to really knock it out of the park. You know, she's very smart and she's, she's going to, you know, whatever. Uh, and I didn't have too much to do with her socially, but we were friendly and enough. Um, and and so, you know, the school year starts and everyone's doing their different things and I'm not paying too much attention to her, but I start to notice like that within a few months, she's kind of like, she's kind of crumbling a little bit. You can mm. see like an internal crumble happening. Um, and she's in her room more and more uh, with the door closed and she's, you know, the sparkle has gone out of her eyes, but you know, I'm like a self-absorbed 18 year old and I'm just like doing my thing, <laughs> smoking my pot out the sure. window. And, um, we have a shared fridge and uh, it's suddenly like the, it's like, it's hard to close the door and I'm not really <laughs> using it that much cause I'm, I'm on the meal plan on campus and I'm doing other things and I'm not really keeping food in the dorm fridge, but it's there if I want it, but it starts to like smell weird. And you know, I, I go over to the fridge one day, it's like kind of a jar and inside the dorm fridge are, I want to say a dozen open cans of Dinty Moore beef stew. Oh Each one was still with like the lid attached oh with like the crusty uh. dried and maybe like a couple of scoops out of each one. Uh. They're all just stacked up in the fr- to the point where it's hard to close the door. This feels like a horror show. I am picturing <laughs> like the movie Seven, What's in the Box? Yeah. What's in the Fridge is yeah. how I feel right now. Cold cans uh. of of dinty more stew with like mouth germs that, you know <laughs> so it gets it gets worse i'll just i'll just um i'll just touch on the other two points and also reiterate that to my knowledge according to facebook this person is now okay and, and Great. living her Great. life um so at some point she i don't think we're allowed to have pets in the dorm i'm pretty sure we're not <laughs> but somehow she gets her hands on a hamster uh which you know, which at first it's like I'm really into the hamster, taking care of the hamster, or whatever the hamster, the hamster, and then the hamster starts to feel the 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 the, the neglect, weight of the, the problem more. that's yeah. going. Whatever is happening with oh. her is not great. And then one day she wasn't there, and I looked into her room, and the hamster only had one eye. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I'm pretty okay. sure it came in okay. with two eyes. <laughs> okay. So that's the second Where? point of concern. Where, where is it? Where did the eye go? In the stew, obviously. <laughs> All right, so that's two. And then the third thing, and I'll, I'll wrap it up, and this relates back to my sort of like lack of privacy in mm-hmm. the dorm situation. So, you know, and then it's, it's second semester. I went to school in upstate New York. It's very cold. It's very dark. It is depressing AF. Uh, I went to a school that actually was um, notorious for having student suicides. Like, yeah. Not great. Yeah. Um, but everyone's just kind of getting through, getting through. And this is like early, like I'm 150 years old. This is the early, early, early days of the internet. Um, like I didn't have an email address. Nobody right. was online I really. I was in like, school then. Yeah, I know. you know. So like there was some connectivity, but very little. And you know, you had to really work for it. Um, but she was online, this girl, and she had uh, through some ancient bulletin board system or whatever, mm. found herself an online boyfriend. Great. And he happened to live in Alaska. Great. Yes. And so it was like, and then she was, so she was talking to this guy on the phone and maybe they were communicating online and things seemed to be looking up for her. And then the problem was that she would be on, we had one phone, it was next to my bed. Oh no. <laughs> and so she would be like up in the middle of the night talking to this guy because of the time difference, et cetera, et cetera. But it was like, well, okay, at least, you know, the, 
the fridge has been cleaned out. I think the hamster's dead. Um, <laughs> so new phase of life, great. Uh, so then she tells us in this, as it starts to become spring, she said, "He's my boyfriend's coming for a visit. Great. Great, you're gonna meet in real life. This is wonderful, how exciting. And he's gonna stay with me, okay. Not great, but okay, you know. Uh, I went away for the weekend, came back, he was there, I met him, he seemed fine, she seemed fine. Uh, it's like a Sunday night, um, I, I went to sleep. Uh, can, can we pause? Yeah. I'm viewing him, and I don't know why, but I do feel like he's dressed like the Gordon's fish man, mm. you know, in yellow slickers. If only. And has a beard, but younger. So like yeah. the brawny guy, but in uh, slickers. Yeah. Is that Maybe correct? like the nephew. He was, to my knowledge, to my recollection, he was wearing the the wide leg jeans of the time okay. and probably right. like a flannel shirt or like a hoodie. Okay. Um, okay. I don't so think there was facial hair. Maybe a Blink-182 is playing yeah. in the background, yeah. maybe a little before that. Got it. Yeah. I'd say more like a sound garden. Fair. Uh, okay. Program. I'm on board. Yeah. So this is Sunday night. I go to bed. I, I don't remember what my habit was at the time, but for some reason... This night, even with my weird privacy, lack of privacy situation, I decided to go to bed not wearing any clothes at all. Okay. At all. Okay. I don't know why. And that is a choice. That is a choice. I guess I just thought, well, I I don't know. It seems crazy at the time, but this is what I, and I was alone. I mean, I just went to bed naked. Covers, whatever, it's cold. No one can see anything, but I'm vulnerable. Uh, So I go to bed. I wake up, it's three in the morning, mm. there are campus police in my room, Ooh. this girl is crying, oh. and campus police are are escorting this gentleman out of oh, the room. God. And I'm laying there, and I'm like, I'm completely naked in my bed. I'm gonna pretend that this commotion is not waking me up sure. right now. And just hope that it goes away. <laughs> Great. Yeah, uh, because there's like not even like a bathrobe in arm's but, reach. But that's a good approach to life too. Yes. Just yeah. stay in bed. Yeah. Wait so, for it to go away. Yeah. So eventually, this guy he's packing his stuff up. They're they're not. He's not in handcuffs. There's no guns drawn. Okay. But like it is clearly a situation where something has happened, uh. and this uh, this campus police have been called. So they leave. I sit up and say. What's up? <laughs> What's happening? Um, and she said, well, nothing happened really, but I was feeling really unsafe and okay. I got really creeped out by him and I asked him to leave, even though, but he didn't have any place to go because he lives in Alaska and he didn't have any money and we got in a fight and I got scared and I called campus security. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, can you hand me my bathroom? <laughs> um, yeah. And that was the last we heard of the internet boyfriend. And then did you see, like, did she start to change at that point? And she dropped she out of school. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hopefully, hopefully she did a lot of self-care. Yes, I think so. I think so. Good for her. I found her on Facebook. She seemed to get her spark back. Excellent. <laughs> Is that a good story? Oh, I don't know. it's a happy story for sure. Yeah. Love it. Um, full Dinty. That's yeah. our Full Dinty story. Full Dinty. Couple of lessons. Number one, yeah. when, as soon as you reach over, I'm going to say half dozen cans of uneaten, mm-hmm. but opened mm-hmm. Dinty mm-hmm. in the fridge, mm-hmm. that is a cry for help. Yes. Number two, you are accountable for both eyes on the hamster, both of them, mm-hmm. not just one. Yeah. If you get a hamster, you're accountable for two eyes, <laughs> unless <laughs> of course times. it comes in with just one or zero, then you're accountable for the eyes present yeah. when the animal entered your home. And that's a fact of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That transcends. Yeah. Okay. Does everybody eat denty? Of course they don't. Does everybody get a hamster? No. <laughs> but if anything comes in, to your home, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's going to be like, my child lost their eye. Because, okay. Yeah. All right. We get it. All right. Not about you. It's not about you. It's about the hamster. Yeah. Stop making everything about you, listener. Dainty. Think about that fucking hamster. Number three, 
going to bed naked <laughs> is a choice. Mm-hmm. But you have to live with the consequences. Stand by your choice. Mm. Right? And you stood. You chose your choice. Mm -hmm. You said, listen, (laughs) I'm not needed right now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stay right here under the covers. And you kept you safe and you protected your choice. Yeah. Number four. Self-care doesn't have to come at the bottom of the well. It could come at the top of the well before you throw yourself in. Mm -hmm. Right? Absolutely. We're losing our spark. You're not going to find it on the descent. Mm -hmm. Let's find it up when we're standing on dry ground. Yep. Wow. Number five. Oh, no. There's more. I'm worried about meal plans on college campuses. I'm just Mm going to be clear. Mm -hmm. I know it's an all-inclusive, but I feel like having so much choice means you have no choice. You have no choice but to eat cereal three meals a day. That's right. And so it probably is just cheaper to eat cereal. Yeah. Right? So kids, kids, and parents, think about that. Never go to a dining hall. Oh, God. A better choice for a college illegal pet mm-hmm. than a hamster mm-hmm. is a chinchilla how do i know because a guy on my floor got a chinchilla it was oh. great why do college great. students at all think that they should have pets it is the worst idea i think it's i think it is uh, an expression of self-determination and control mm. you know i mm-hmm. know it's against the rules but i deserve love right and you know what you do yeah but then you're accountable for the eyes yeah and that's true both of them Hamsters, chinchillas. It's all true. Yeah. It's all true. Number seven, I think. Yeah. Don't pick the room that is essentially the transit hub for everyone else. That, I'm worried about that. Somebody had to pick it. Somebody had to, but that somebody's not you. It was. Right? It was. I wanted the big room. Okay. Then you chose your choice. Yeah. And you stood by it and you protected it. And it had it. windows that you could go in and out of. Like, it was it was All ground right. level. All right. Now we're getting more details, aren't we? All right. <laughs> Ultimately, probably not that safe, but. <laughs> no, it seemed to work out fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's Everything fine. was fine. Yeah. I think those were all the lessons. Okay, Thank you, Laura. That was good. a great Dinty story. Full Dinty. Full Dinty. Full Dinty. Dinty Moore has a rich history of advertising. I was looking at some of their commercials online this weekend mm-hmm. um, because I had this memory of, uh, of, of a commercial from the 80s involving children, and Ooh. I found it. Uh, it is, in fact, uh, children imitating cultural figures of Ooh. the 80s. Ooh, I don't uh, like it. And um, advertising beef stew at the same time. I couldn't, I, it was hard for me to understand why a canned beef stew company would put so much uh, effort into advertising something which is sort of a it's a commodity product but there i'm sure there was a strategy how dare you what else is on your list anything oh um because we have 10 minutes yeah i i just got an email from greyhound it says see wrestling live in atlantic city oh that sounds great it's like they really i feel so seen and heard and understood like they really know who and what I, I like. Oh, you love wrestling. Want. I love Atlantic City. You do. I did. The one time I took a Greyhound in the last two years was to and from Atlantic City, so it's fair. Um, oh, there's a new show on Netflix. Yeah. I, I'm not going to get the name right. It's something like Flavorful flavorful Origins or mm-hmm. Origins of Flavor mm-hmm. or something. Eater had a big uh, piece about it last weekend as like something you should watch. And then a friend of mine said, you should watch this. Um, it kind of reminds me of Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. Okay. Um, it is produced in and based in China. It oh. has, um, it's made by a Chinese company. All right. And it ha- but it has um, English voiceover uh, narration. And it's um, ba- these, th- it's, 13, 12, 13 minute episodes that focus on one ingredient in this one region of China. Oh, this is cool. So you can learn something from it. I didn't love it. Um, I felt like it was all of the visual appeal of salt, fat, acid, heat, but I guess be- maybe because there wasn't a dynamic, wonderful host like Samin, yeah. I didn't, I wasn't able to dig into it. I also was tired, I will say. Like maybe I'll go back to it when I've had a cup of coffee. And all right. it wasn't, it wasn't that it was bad. I just was like, this is not, I realized for me what I need is 
Natasha Lyonne in Russian Doll. Oh man, she's so good. They should make a million seasons of that. I yeah, would watch I'd like that every her to day take for the rest me on of my tour. life. Yeah. Like I don't I'm interested in theory and the olives and the rice noodles and the other things that I learned about, but it was not for me. But there was a phrase that I was right I was watching it and I was like, well, let me write anything down that's interesting so I can talk about it on, on mic. So I, I think that there are sometimes there are just things, there are food phrases and there are ways of conceiving of food that don't yeah. necessarily always land the same way in every language. So the, the vo- there, so there was an episode about olives, which is very interesting. I never even, it never even occurred to me that there would be olives in China, but of course it's a massive yeah. country with many different in zones and of course they would have olives. Um, so the narrator who's just sort of a, you know, mellifluous voiced, but ultimately kind of a bland narrator type says, and finally, this mouthwatering pig lung olive soup is now complete. And I thought, wow, my mouth is not watering. Like I've got no problem with organ meats. I've been very clear on that. I would, if it was prepared well, I would definitely eat. You've cooked a heart. Pig lung. Of course. But something about that phrase, and finally, this mouthwatering pig lung olive soup is now complete. I thought. It's a lot to expect, isn't it? And uh, our our listener on on Twitter, Pork and Whiskey. Uh Yeah, Pork and then the letter N in whiskey, pork and whiskey. Good man. Said, please discuss how we must stop some people's custom of saying I am drooling when talking about food because it is gross and disgusting. Mm. And it makes the baby Jesus cry. And I feel like mouth watering, it makes me mad. Mm. Mm-hmm. It does make me mad. I don't want to hear about your moist mouth. And that's me. Mm-hmm. That's me. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about uh, your moist mouth to a loved one, or to someone that you don't love but want to be with, that's fine. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah, but I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. My mouth is moist. It's it's all <laughs> wet. It's yeah. wet with drool. Oh, oh, there's nothing. There's nothing sexier <laughs> than you just got you talking about. <laughs> there's nothing sexier than an oat than, than oatmeal <laughs> and a wet mouth. Oh. Let me say it again. <laughs> There's nothing sexier than oatmeal and a wet mouth. <laughs> I would stick my dick in it. it <laughs> There's nothing sexier than a wet mouth. Nope. There's oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. There's nothing sexier than oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> great job everybody great job and a wet mouth (laughs) oh so gross well you know what's sexier oatmeal around a wet mouth (laughs) (laughs) oh god i'm gonna cry Oh, and I just turned you up, so one more time. Hi. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it going? Oh, it's really good. I like that beard. Oh, thanks. I don't think you had a beard the last time I saw you. The last and first time that I saw you. Yeah, last and first. Mm. Uh, You were the first person to meet me outside of my my Twitter profile. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Did you meet here in New York? Yeah. Yeah, just just down the way here. I was on my way here when... We yeah. met up at a Starbucks. Starbucks I, think, up the I think you're the first person I ever met off Twitter specifically. Oh, nice. I've met a lot of internet randos in my day, but was, <laughs> you're my first Twitter Twitter meet. We did great. We did great. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to ask you questions, but we have to do our normal, normal, right? Our normal intro. Which is, we have a guest. We have a guest. We Lori. have a guest. Hi, Lori. Hi, Chris. How are you? So good. There's there, a cake in front of you. There's a cake in front of us. I cannot reach it, which is fine. Let's leave it where it is. Yeah, and it's wrapped in plastic, but not for long. That wouldn't stop us. Not for long. Uh, but we have a guest. Yes. She's in the room. Um, hello, guest. <laughs> hello. <laughs> what is your name? This is Stella. What's your last name? Parks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just broke it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Run down the clock. Uh, and we would know you from... The internet? Yeah. Is that, sure. Is that where people know well, me from? I think so. 
Serious Eats, from the old Braveheart blog, from the Twitters. Yeah, mm-hmm. from yeah. the Twitters. Yeah, for but sure. also this 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 thing that we have in front of us that's like it seems like quite an accomplishment. I do have a book, yes. Yeah, and it's a giant ass book. I, <laughs> I was trying to think through. I was guessing that it was four hundred and thirty eight pages. Let's see if I was close. Wow. With the index now, oh, 395. Close, close. It really feels like that 400. It felt like 438, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a, a huge book. book. It's, it's a big one, but it's not that big. It's, it's no food lab. Uh. It's no food lab. <laughs> it's no food lab. How did you come to write a book? Were you working as a chef? You know, this. I was led by the hand the entire way because mm. I specifically had the goal of never writing a book. Mm. I, I really, really didn't want to write a cookbook. Um, that, that was kind of my what I was known for is not wanting to write a cookbook. Um, and then I met Ed Levine, who's mm. uh, the founder of SeriousEats.com. Mm. And his wife is a literary agent. So I was writing a little column at Serious Eats. And he was like, I like these words you put on the internet. You should meet my wife. Um, she's a literary agent. And so uh, he introduced us and she was very encouraging. You should try and write a book. And I was like, that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> but she kind of um, was very kind and, oh my God, coffee. Sorry. I will. Thank you, Will. <laughs> Thanks, Will Scarlet. It's Will Scarlet. <laughs> it's Will Scarlet, everybody. My favorite. Stay stay yeah, here. Stay. Yeah, 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 stay. Yeah. We'd like to, we'll use you as um, just a reference throughout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just talking about how I never wanted to write a book. And thanks to Ed Levine introducing me to Vicki Bajur, uh, I wound up writing a proposal that W.W. Norton took from me. And here I am. <laughs> here you are. And we're in the Norton offices today. Is it okay if here I just say are. Norton or do I have to say W.W.? They like that WW though. I'll tell do you they? what. Okay. They do. They won't, they won't say it, but they w. do. WW Norton. Mm-hmm. Got it. So we're in the WW Norton offices mm-hmm. today. So if it sounds different, that's why. Yep. Yep. We are across the street from the beautiful main building of the New York Public Library. Mm-hmm. And there's a Zara downstairs. There, there. Oh, there is a Zara downstairs. Yeah. yeah. And something it's else too. Important. Another fancy. There's sweet greens down the street. Ellie Tahari. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fancy town. Burn. It's it's very fancy. If there's a sweet greens, it's yeah. fancy town. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh HBO. well, all right. Yeah. I guess that was a brag that you're right near HBO. <laughs> but no, that's great, Will. Uh, so you don't live in New York. I don't live in New York. Where do you live? I live in Lexington, Kentucky. You are not on this as as we're recording this. What is about to be the finale of Top Chef? Oh yeah. Why weren't you on like in the background? Of Top you know, Chef. Why didn't that I happen? I guess because I, I don't um, actually work as a chef anymore. Okay, fine. I don't know. I Maybe I was blacklisted. I'm not really sure. But my my one of my former employers, mentor, Weta Michael, was a judge oh, on yeah, the episode. Yeah. And we got to watch that. That's um, fun. I, we, did the, we were at the watch party on Thursday night yeah, in Lexington. Just, yep. And it was super fun. It was great to see everybody in Kentucky being in the spotlight for yeah. a hot minute. And yeah, super great. When they chose... Lexington, Kentucky is the location for Top Chef. I kind of went, I don't get it. In fact, I did say, I don't get it. That's fair. But then I got it. I think they've done a really nice job of highlighting Kentucky and what's in the region. So if if I were to come to Lexington, Kentucky, what are the things I have to check out? Oh, if if you came to Lexington, Kentucky, you would definitely have to go to my friend Johnny Shipley's restaurant called County Club. And they have the best brunch in Lexington. It's phenomenal. But they also have, it's a smokehouse. And weirdly, they also have the best salads and vegetarian cuisine. Okay. And they mm. do do great great things with vegetables and smoke. I'm really into that. I'm allergic to pork, so I don't get to eat all their like porky smokehouse things. Mm. But they've got the best hamburger in Lexington. Can we talk about being oh, allergic to pork? <laughs> it's not What's the best. What's that look like? Um, so when I have pork, it's like my skin welts up in hives. It takes oh. about eight hours to kick in. So it's okay. like... Because of that, I can hurt myself with pork a lot because I'm like, well, I'm just going to have a little. And then, because it's fine, I'm fine. I'm having fun with dinner, my friends, you know, it's great. And then, you know, like eight to 12 hours later, I guess when my body's breaking it down, it's like a protein allergy to like a specific protein and pork products. Wow. Um, Yeah. So my skin welts up and like, kind of like these blistery hive looking things. And I get like really itchy and kind of like like a stomach pain or like a. Mm-hmm. Nausea. Mm-hmm. Keep going. It's not. Yeah. It's not great, but it's also like I'm not dying. It's not like anaphylaxis. Like right. I can breathe. Yeah. So you could have that discomfort. You could never eat pork again. So I I violate this mm. lot. My body doesn't mm. appreciate it. Got it. 
It's really, it's not the best, but also. I but you're also managing. That. Favorite top yeah. five pork products. Let's go. Number <laughs> oh, one. All of them. Right. All of them. But let's are, be specific. Okay. Let's go. Let's rank Any them. Kind number one. Of, oh, number one pork. Pulled, pulled pork. Great. Number two. Obviously. Um, bacon. Sure. That's just mm-hmm. like, you know, let's, let's not lie about it. How do you it. make your bacon? Yeah. I mean, I don't make it. Wow. We, we can't keep it in the house. Like, that's not safe for oh, me. Oh, got it. Because it'll <laughs> touch not things. safe for me. Got it. I like, I like a bacon that's like crispy, but a little chewy in mm-hmm. parts. But I don't, I'm not a judge. I'm here to consume the bacon, not consume. critique it. Lori, how do you make it? Uh, lately, I make it in the microwave. Okay. Like the trash that I am. Yeah, it's so it's so it's consistent. Nice though, right? Yeah, and then sometimes like I'll it. do it in the oven, but like that's a messy pain in the ass. Yeah, so I do it in the oven. You you waste a shit ton of paper towels. You make it in the microwave, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that's Great. what I do. All right, number three, Stella. Pork belly. Mm. Oh, yeah, especially How? in some kind of Japanese dish. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's where that's where I'm coming for it. Number four. A number four would probably have to be some kind of like cured pork product from Spain, mm. let's say. Mm. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get picky about it if, you know. Just in that region. Yeah. You'd, you'd be happy. And number Just, five, number uh, five number pork f- product. Number f- number five pork product. This is really tough on me because mm-hmm. this is like you all my forbidden choose. fruits. She kind of hit all the major categories. The major I'm waiting categories. for one. I'm waiting for one. I mean, one. I'm just, this is not a normal Oh. what people would think of but I'm going to say lard because it's a, it's a pleasure to wow. work with mm. and, for baking and, right yeah it's, I, it's really it's really good in white cake <laughs> it's like a, if you get a nice like it's refined so you're not mm-hmm. getting a lot of flavor but it gives some good like melting point mouthfeel so if you have action. the allergy to the protein can you have the fat you know I've never really tested myself on the will fat. you do that I wonder know. if that like it's because it's just fat Right, I bet there's some protein remnants. Yeah, that gets through. But still, mm. will you test and let us know? Yeah, I would gladly okay. test. Please put your health at risk yeah, for our like idle curiosity. No, of course. Yeah, I've just never let us really, know. I've never really. Well, that's a new discovery for you. That yeah. could open up a whole bunch of yeah. lard-based. Wow, a whole dessert. lard-based lifestyles awaiting me. <laughs> Were you waiting for her so to say happy. hot dogs? I wasn't. I was. I was waiting for some type of sausage. I didn't oh. get a sausage, but that's mm-hmm. fine. Sausage is really good, though. Yeah. My goodness. What made you say yes to food? Well, you're gonna die without it. Okay. <laughs> but like, what was that moment where you're like, yes, food? And you can answer I, that in any way you want. I'm not sure if I have said yes to food. To be honest. Really? Um, so my thing that that draws me to this industry is I actually, I like making things with my hands. I like mm. doing stuff. Um, and so I'm, I'm kind of more into food for the activity. I'm <laughs> more here for the work mm. of it than the result of it. So I guess at the point that I said yes to food in some way was um, when I was little, I had a babysitter who would bring like boxed cake mixes and tubs of frosting to our house wow. when she would watch us. And she would like divide the frosting up into a bunch of little like ramekins and we could like color them with like, you know, Kroger food coloring or yeah. whatever and me and my little brother. And then just like, you know, make a horrific mess. And then in the end it's cupcakes and you get to eat them. Um, but I just really enjoyed like the putting lots of like petrochemicals into the batter and the mm-hmm. frosting and having mm-hmm. like these wild like cupcakes, uh, frosting combinations. And it just, I, I liked it, it was a fun process. Uh, and so I think after that I was like, I like, making a mess in the kitchen. This is a fun way to pass my time. So I think that was probably around the time period that I got really into. Do you make messes elsewhere in your life making things? Or are you no. focusing on food? I just focus on food, just just messes in the kitchen. Okay. I'm a very tidy person. Are you? I am. Pastry well, chefs have to be too. Do they? Yeah. It's a, it's yeah. a tidy mentality. It's a pre- precision um, craft. Well, sure. So. So yeah, she's not messy, Chris. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I say having just met you like 15 minutes ago. I mean, obviously, <laughs> messy cheese. <laughs> sure. So what are the tools that you love? For making things. Yeah, for making things. What do you love? Uh, your paws. Okay. The, I'm wiggling my fingers at the microphone now. Uh, those are those are great. Um, Equipment-wise, a stand mixer is pretty dang essential yeah. uh, for baking. And it's really funny. A lot of people think a stand mixer is um, just like a convenience tool because, like, you're lazy and you mm-hmm. don't want to do it by hand. But it's like, it actually, there's, like, a whole style of recipes have evolved in America that would not exist without the power of an electric mixer. Like? Uh, most any kind of high-ratio cake. So it's like the fluffy grocery store cakes that you have. Yeah. Um, that involves the creaming method. So you're, like, you're beating the butter and sugar until light and fluffy. Like That was not a thing you can do by hand and we could never do by hand. So if you're, if you're in the mentality that like it's not 
it's not this is like a, a lazy man's tool it's like it's not we didn't have this kind of cake and cookie kind of products back in like the mid 1800s like this yeah. is like a last century kind of thing okay but did you get that sort of shame slash uh you know labor uh mandate in culinary school because i certainly did like there were there were no stand mixers there were no you know hand electric everything was you know balloon whisk or regular whisk and we weren't making you oh. know con- american convenience cakes sure. everything was french pastry but was that your experience as well in school oh no no these guys were they were into their equipment with the hobart and all yeah. that stuff yeah i mean the, the baking side of things is very much a it's a hobart way of life it's a high production uh yeah high volume. Yeah, yeah yeah especially for production um i mean sure we've all been made to make some whipped cream by hand <laughs> you're just like mm, my wrists um, no that is me every sunday <laughs> Truly, as I make my pancakes, and it's just like, Jesus, I could get out the stand mixer. You get tired uh, just from whisking pancake batter? Well, no, from whisking <laughs> the from, egg whites. From okay. whisking the egg whites. Jesus, Lori. But okay, I'm, I'm really excited. Chris, I've got to give you my pancake recipe, buddy, because there's okay. no reason to whip eggs. That's an ineffective what? way to aerate pancakes. What? Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll send you my recipe. All right, let's break it down. Why, why is there no reason? Well, so the reason that you need to incorporate air into a batter is if it's heavy. Yeah. The pancake batter is really light it's mostly flour and flour is just like four and a half ounces a cup or something so it's already half air compared to something like water or butter which is like eight ounces a cup so it doesn't really need much help so if you have the right recipe and you get so you get your leavening from baking soda baking powder yeah so so baking soda and baking powder work by expanding air bubbles that already exist in a batter so in something like pancakes where it's mostly air because it's mostly flour to begin with. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't add too many high density ingredients, sugar's pretty dense, so butter's I, pretty dense. I do fairly often add water's pretty dense. Canned pumpkin puree to it. Pretty dense. Yeah. Um, but it just depends on how much you are adding relative to other things. Okay. Um, there is liquid in my recipe, so you could replace that with your All right. your pumpkin sitch. So, thank you. I'm just, it's too early to me. whip it eggs. Is. Yeah, and it makes me pancakes. real grumpy. And when I make them every it's weekend, fun. it's not. And it no. feels like Groundhog's Day. No. Where it's just this, what? Crankcakes. Crankcakes. I think, think we're done here. I think, <laughs> think Turns out Lori's a dad. This <laughs> 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 is true. Uh, so we've got some treats for you you brought us cake and we will eat that but we brought treats for you what i get treats you get treats so we're gonna do a taste test uh and are they high chews we'll get there okay i'm sorry i felt bad because i was like i think the thing on this thing is that you bring high chews we brought and i I love high high chews they're here but i was like i don't i brought cake but, yeah, but we're going to start out with something that oh there's a character uh, that uh, that Lori named. Lori, do you want to explain? His name is Cliss. It okay. really was just I made a, uh, a speaking error. I think mm-hmm. I meant to say Cliff, and then it came out Cliss. And and Chris told me to go with that, so we've really embraced Cliss, which it, it feels right. Feel uh, yeah. he's just a he's a creepy ass uh, drug addict who hangs around our uh, selves mm-hmm. and. Um, hosts an afternoon talk show and uh, a local like local market afternoon talk show and he loves poppers and cocaine okay so so poppers and cocaine because he likes to fuck and but (laughs) I I was at 7-Eleven last night and I saw this thing called poppers Uh rice crispy treat poppers and I got really excited this this is for class this is pure class and they are cookies and cream flavored they are naturally and artificially flavored i think these are brand new because it says new right here on the mm-hmm, package mm-hmm. uh so i thought we could try these okay is that all right i'm in all right please say it again put them in the mouth you can put them anywhere you want it doesn't say oral so will <laughs> if you need private time with your popper i know cliss would uh but i'm just gonna try these and we can we but didn't we establish around. that poppers do not go in the butt Cl- for most people, Thank but you. we did not distinguish where Cliss puts his okay. poppers. Okay. All right, so we're gonna try these. These look like icing coated oh, l- wow. little nubs of little nubs of uh, Rice Krispie little treats. Little nubs with a Z. Which are great, yes. Should right. I get really close to the mic so we can hear the sound of it? All right, gotta say, dry. Oh my God, that's sweet. Very sweet, too dry. Wow, it's really dry. This isn't working. Mm-mm. This is like if you ate styrofoam. Yeah. 
These aren't good. Nobody's, In a bad way. Thank you. Nobody's going to get into it, into the good stuff after eating these poppers. Yeah. Mm. What I want is for the outside icing to be more granular so that it melts in your mouth. Yeah. And this is like, wax. I'm going to say like 75% wax. Yeah. yeah. It, um, it's a big Oh, well, this is not great. It has a very strong like Dunkaroos vanilla frosting kind of flavor okay. going on. Mm. I understand that. Um, yeah, you're right. Mm, that's real that, bad. So we don't like those. No to those Snapple, Snap Crackle poppers. Yeah. yeah oh, I just got good. it. Snap Crackle poppers. Maybe now they're I called poppers it. because they kicked Snap and Crackle out of the equation. Mm-hmm. So we don't have those textures left. That's that's yeah. for sure. They didn't pop, no, though, do they pop? in any way. So no. we say but no. We pop. They popped our dreams. We sure do. Now we've got two other, um, mm-hmm. a few other things. So one of them is Sour Patch Kids. Okay, which are my favorite? Fire. Oh, about that. All right, so we're going to see if we like these. I went to 7-Eleven last night and got very inspired. Last time I went shopping for Lori, I became overwhelmed, like in the Hurt Locker, <laughs> when he goes into the cereal aisle and he can't make any choices. Mm-hmm. And I felt overwhelmed Relatable. and uh, sad with myself. Last night I felt great. I felt great about the poppers. Don't feel great about them today. <laughs> Sour Patch Kids fire could also be a, a terrible idea, but Sour Patch Kids, I don't think you do any Sour Patch flavors in your cookbook, do you? I don't. I We kind of kept the, the candy and confection section minimal mm. because it's it's an area where, where people can struggle, but Sour Patch Kids are my movie theater jam. That's, oh my God, so fire. So fire. Are we talking like a, this is like a cinnamon fire? I guess we're going to find out, Or more like we? a Tabasco fire? I'm a little concerned. No I'm going to go knows. for red. I'm mad about it. Because red is best. Lori hates it. Well, in theory, I just don't think you need to spice. Fruity hmm. candy is good enough on its own. Hmm. I'm not getting the fire. I'm I was going to say, I'm not getting any spice. I got spice at the end. Hmm. I like it. Starting to kick in. I feel a like bit. I got like a cup This is like tastes like papaya. What, is, what am I yeah. eating? Yeah, it does taste like papaya. I like the flavor, and I like the fire. I'm, I'm a fan. Any fire? Well, there's a little bit of cinnamon right at the end, or like a a little bit of. I mean, for part nerve of the gas. Fire. Yeah, nerve gas. Yeah, they're yeah. not fire. Yeah, they're mildly spicy, like Sour Patch Kids, mildly spicy. But that sounds real pervy to say. So also, fire sounds safer. But think, that was a I lot milder. The word fire also is in need of a deep image rehab after mm-hmm. Fire Festival. Oh, I think oh. it's you know. Okay. So maybe this is. I don't know if this is better or worse than Fire Festival. This is like the cheese sandwich. Yeah. Fire Festival. Maybe it's the Fire Festival edition. Maybe uh, it was an intentional choice. And they just does, does not deliver. Now we're going with another uh, bit. So no to the poppers. Let's rank them. Poppers on the bottom. Yeah. Sour Patch Kids fire better. Oh Can yeah, definitely agree? better than okay. popper. Well, how you feeling? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Really bad. Wow. Pa- Real poppers bad. were bad. Says Will Scarlett of WW Norton. That's <laughs> real powerful. Well, don't worry. We're definitely not doing cake popper book. If you do it, do it right. I think if you follow me on social, <laughs> you know that I'm really into the personal pan rice crispy treats, mm-hmm. and those are magnificent. But Mm-hmm. These are no. Uh, so we've got more Sour Patch Kids. These are called Exploders. Is this like a gusher? It's a gusher. Ah. It's a it's a splash of sour flavor, sour then sweet. So uh, Exploders okay. is spelled E E no 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 E X P L O D E R Z Z, which for legal reasons they that's can't. the perviest candy. Yeah, Exploders is super perv. I mean, like, like Gushers isn't. Oh God. That's true. Okay. I run a point oh, out that the liquid inside is opaque, and something there's something so gross about the visual <laughs> on an opaque. Oh, this is real bad. It's like penicillin pink. So, I started Mm-mm. watching Doctor Pimple Popper, the TV show, mm. which I love. I don't like her videos, but I really love her life changing. Oh God, it's all over. <laughs> I like it the way she changes lives. It just exploded Here. on my. You look like a fingers. cyborg that's been injured. There's a a viscous, opaque yes. blue liquid <laughs> seeping really off of Chris's bad. finger. All right, let's get to the good oh. stuff. This is oh, really. Wait, just you have a... to rank it. Poppers on oh. the bottom. Where where are poppers on the bottom? Just like they should be. And then where would you put the other two? Exploders are definitely next to the bottom, okay. if not bottom adjacent. Right. Yeah. 
and then the mm-hmm. Sour Patch Kids fire just by virtue of being yeah I mean they're fine neutral there was nothing horrific about them yeah the other the other two definitely have their kind of horror, horror elements aggressively terrible mm-hmm. well now we're in high chew land we are we are going to uh, try their brand new flavor. It's their super fruit mix. They have acai, which they already have, mm. kiwi mm-hmm. in this bag, and brand new dragon fruit mm. coated. Now don't get scared with chia seeds. What? Why? Hang in there. <laughs> hang in there. Hang in there. All right. I'm going to open it up. Everybody gets to try the dragon fruit. Wow! 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 I, f- I feel you. I feel you with the. I don't. Because but haichu is is like the Japanese alternative to gum, and so I don't want to have like seedy bits kind of hanging out. With I guess me. what I'd like you to do is trust the haichu people that they know what they're doing. And I if, agree. if you think about dragon fruit, it has those uh, black seeds within Real it. Real quick yeah. though, yeah. I need to know is the is. They're a Haichu America. <laughs> Do we have some Yahoos over here who aren't respecting Haichu? Or is this like Haichu Japan brought us No, this is, this is Haichu America. Oh, my faith I, has already been lowered. We've met them. They're oh, great. I'm sorry. I love them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's fine. They're great. They're I'm great. just saying trust them. Okay. Right. Okay, try the dragon fruit. You said coated. They're, in no way is this a coating. I agree. It's in the outer ring, but it's not coated. Because if you think about being coated with chia seeds, that's horrifying. Yeah. There are a couple <laughs> in there. Is that your language or theirs? It said coated. We need to talk to them about yeah, that. Yeah. They, they got to change we'll that. We'll throw in some value Maybe added. Maybe only some flavors are coated. No. They're in there. How are we feeling right now about the dragon fruit? It's no mango. What is? Yeah. I like the flavor. It's um. Mm-hmm. You had said last week when we talked, or whenever it was, when we talked about it, I couldn't conjure what dragon fruit tasted like. I couldn't really remember. And my memories of dragon fruit have mostly been like disappointing. Um, it tastes good. Yeah, they taste good. Everybody's going home with a bag. Everybody's going <laughs> home. Everybody's going home with a bag. Wow. Thank you. Wow, wow. This Will, is did I get amazing. you one? Of course I did. Of course I did. All right, that's our taste test for today. Amazing. So if you were to be inspired by any of this, mm-hmm. Stella, mm-hmm. and maybe you weren't, maybe mm-hmm. you want to go in like an anti, you know, the opposite direction of what you've tasted today. Uh-huh. Is there any dessert that you could think of that you would make inspired by today? I'm wondering if you could take some high chews and melt them down. Yes. And toss them with some Rice Krispies. Wow. Oh, I love I the way you think. I don't even know, because they're kind of like the world's chewiest marshmallow. Yeah. I don't know. Well, as we've discovered, they they melt at room temperature in alcohol. In alcohol, right? they, yeah. Oh, this is, sounds like a party. Yeah, they like mix them. They, they've there's a whole cocktail. Yeah, just wait a couple thing. of hours. Put them. They do a bunch of cocktails. Went to a uh, a cocktail testing tasting yeah. for them. It was wonderful. So I think you're onto something. I wonder really if powerful. we just like warmed them lightly yeah. and then rolled them in Rice Krispies. So they have a real coating. Yes. Instead of this chia seed oh. nonsense, it's a lie. Uh, a real coating, and then they would be poppers also. Wow. We could really get wow. Cliss proved. Cliss can get product. his poppers finally. That's really exciting. That's, that's, just, that's just where I'm feeling right no, now. No, I, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. I would I would definitely do that. Uh, Lori, wh- where would you go with the desserts from today? Uh, I'd put the poppers right in the trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that, that hurts me because this is, in theory, this is totally in my wheelhouse. Like white. They should be perfect. Sugar. Rice Krispie, all of it seems like I should love it, and I, I'm so disappointed in it. So those will go in the trash. Sour Patch Kids, um, Firewood, I'd put them on a taco, I think. So your book won the James Beard, oh, I have to read it right, James Beard Foundation Book Award winner. It was a really big deal, and I and even though they are not my favorite awards. I was thrilled when you won. It felt like Thank a you. huge, huge like stand up and cheer moment. It was terrifying. Why? <laughs> well, because I legitimately didn't think that that was a thing that could happen. Hmm. I wore the same dress I wore the previous year, and was just sitting. Did at, a lot of people comment like I've seen that? Like, dress. oh god, it's yeah. this. Well, you know, what I'm saying like, I didn't go out and buy a dress. Right. Like that's like a special occasion thing. Like you're nominated for an award. Like you should yeah. go out and buy like, a little outfit or something. I was like, I got this thing from last year. Um, so yeah, I just like wore that and was like sitting at the table with all my Norton pals, my WW Norton pals. Mm-hmm. And my husband hadn't prepared anything 
like you're you're supposed to, I guess, like have some things that you would say mm-hmm. if you were to win. But that was like a type of like fantasy. I was not. That was like self indulgent. Yeah, like, you're not, I'm not going to sit around win. like practicing this thing that's never going to happen. Right. Like get out of here. Um, and so I was just the most unprepared I'd ever been in my whole life, and also kind of shocked and stunned. Uh, and so I kind of went up there, and I think I just like just started naming people who were sitting at the table with me. Good. <laughs> like, That's a good way to go. You. <laughs> so yeah, I, I had no idea what to do with myself. Uh, How has life changed since? Wow, you know, winning? now I, I have a limo driver who comes yeah. um, to take yeah. me to Kroger when sure. I need to buy more um, flour. Uh-huh. That's been really good. And of course, um, I bought several new diamond rings yeah. after that. Yeah, um, the cash prize alone. Yeah, yeah, of course. Sure. Um, no, it's it's. I am still not verified on Twitter or Instagram, so I mean, okay. nothing's really changed. Fine, but it's really nice. Yeah, I can look at that. Your book Sticker. is selling incredibly well. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's Will everywhere. Says yes. It's everywhere. Okay. So yes, uh, I walk into bookstores. It's there. Mm, I live. I don't leave my neighborhood for any reason except to come to New York or the grocery <laughs> okay. store. Uh, so I haven't been out in the real world that you're talking about. Uh, the the ubiquity that uh, the food lab cookbook has hmm. like I can go into the Franklin Institute which is a science museum in Philadelphia aimed at kids and there's Kenji's book in the gift shop amazing right yours is starting to approach that ubiquity of oh yeah I know that book um, I don't think you're in the science museum yet I mean understandably and maybe you're not going for that in life but I feel like you're very close I feel like you're very well, very close you let me know if it shows up in the if Franklin Institute if it shows Institute. up at the Franklin Institute I will let you know you you do a lot of work with Serious Eats you mentioned them that they helped start that writing career for you when you were moving off your blog and, and supporting you you yeah. continue you, it feels like that is your home is that a good way to think about yeah it's, it's definitely it? if, if one is uh, comfortable completely obliterating work life boundaries it's like a family oh god but it is <laughs> yeah. it is um ed levine who's the the founder of serious eats um has been just tremendously supportive and encouraging of me uh, in my writing and definitely i would never have written a book if he, he hadn't sat me down and said that you should really think about doing this uh, because at the time i just was like what could i possibly have to say that's different than what other people have already said before about dessert like that seems really presumptuous so i i that wasn't even a thing I had entertained in my mind, and and Ed was like, "You, I think you are saying some interesting things. You should you should think about this." Uh, and so it was nice to have that kind of outside validation from someone who wasn't a biological family member, yeah. Um, yeah, or a legal relative. So you know that kind of outsider perspective. I was like, maybe he's not lying to me for no reason. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like family. Is that what you expect from your family and <laughs> uh, dishonesty? No, my parents are the most supportive people in the entire universe. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like, okay, this is gonna be like a weird overshare, I guess. Um, but when I was little, I was like in the swimming pool, my dad and I were swimming, and I was like kind of diving around in the water. And uh, my dad's probably gonna kill me. He's like, why is she telling this story? <laughs> um, and I, he was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to be a dolphin or whatever. I'm like really little. And he was like, oh, you're doing a really good job. You're doing a really good job. And I was like, I wonder if he really thinks I'm doing a good job at this dolphin thing. <laughs> so I, my next little splashy dive situation, I intentionally did the worst job I possibly could do. I was like, I'm just going to like flop and see what he says. He was like, oh, you're my graceful dolphin. You're so good. I'm like, this man cannot be trusted. <laughs> oh he has God. no taste. I didn't think he was lying to me. I was just like, he has no taste in dolphin jumps. He doesn't know, this is terrible. Doesn't know wow. a good dolphin jump. And so I feel like I'm just like, okay. People who love me in my life are going to support me no matter what, and that was a bad thing. <laughs> like, there's no objectivity here. Wow! You're going to tell me like you're doing bad. Like that was not a great dolphin jump, kid. But, How old were you? I mean, I couldn't have been more than seven or eight. Wow, that's like, really that's quite prescient and mature to sort of have come to that realization, and a little sad, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because he's just like I think I've told them this story, and he's just like you know. How could I have such a devastating effect on her oh, yes. worldview yeah. with my positive encouragement? No matter what you do. All right, we need to wrap it up. So we mm-hmm. end every interview with a segment called "Lots of Likes." Lori, I will explain it. Have you have you heard "Lots of Likes" before? On our, Let's assume she fine. does okay. not listen to right. our have podcast. It. It's fine. It's fine. I, it's haven't, fine. I just haven't made it to all the way to the end. I guess. Oh God, that's terrible. <laughs> well. Well, we could do better. We could do better. Wow. Uh, I just feel like we just got our dolphin jump critique, didn't we? Wow. 
It's so let's fine. break it She's down. Busy. How does that feel? Uh, it hurts. <laughs> and, and yet, I don't think you're saying it out of love. <laughs> I don't know that you care. No, it hurts. It just hurts. <laughs> She's busy. She's a busy person. That's fair. She Sometimes we go of, long. She has cakes to make. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of likes is the easiest game. Couldn't be simpler. We just ask you what you like. We're trying to keep it positive. This has been overall a fairly positive Very. interview, but sometimes it gets dark. Um, <laughs> so we always like to end it on a positive note. And um, we just ask you what you like, and you tell us. And it can be food, and it can be wow, not food. And there's a couple of ways to quote unquote win. There are no prizes, by the way, so mm. there's really very little motivation for you. I do have my high shoes. Oh, yeah, it's true. We gave you the reward first. Uh, you can run down the clock, which Chris is the timekeeper on that. And you will um, run down the clock. Okay. You can blow our minds. And the only time that really happened was Joe Yonan last year opened up with mayonnaise sandwich. And we just that went, it. that's it. Okay, we're done. Because where do you go from there? Yeah. Nowhere. Or wow. you can lose your patience and tell Chris to fuck off. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So lots of ways to win. The only way to lose is to go, I don't like anything. I don't right? like right. things. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like anything. So let's start. Are you, are you ready? Yeah. yeah. All right. What do you like? I like video games. I like vibrant pink colors. Whoa, whoa. Back up. What whoa. video games? <laughs> I'll, uh, let's see. What video games do I like? All-time favorite is Dragon Age. Okay. Well, I play a lot of Dragon Age. Great. All the Dragon Ages. Another another one that you uh, like? I like a game called Transistor. How would you play it? What's that? How would you play that? Um, it's a it's a like an RPG kind of mm-hmm. um, three quarters view game. Wait, game. Oh, what's right. RPG? We, Ruth we, Bader we, Ginsburg. Uh huh. That's right. <laughs> yeah, nominated for an Oscar. That's right. Uh, um. It's a fun game. It's got a great soundtrack. Are good we trying to kill story. people? We're trying to kill um, the process, which is like oh, a, nice. uh, artificial intelligence that's taking over the world with like mm. a computer oh program. Um, Transistor's great. I really liked Horizon Zero Dawn. That was great. a lot of fun. You're, so you're deep into it. I mean, I don't know if I'm deep into it. No. Breath of the Wild was okay. Everyone was like really excited about Breath right. of the Wild. It was I was just like, like run around. Wow, this world is really empty. Exactly. Um, all right, let's get to hot pink. Hot pink. I'm I'm really into like obnoxiously colored cake. Uh, this cake that I brought for you is not obnoxiously colored, but it's it's got some color inside. What uh, color we, is it? it? Inside, it's Neapolitan. Oh wow. Um, it's with paper. Oh, it sure. Yeah, is. so it wouldn't dry okay. out. Uh, but we did a pink cake with like rainbow sprinkles. It was yeah. like a, the cake is pink strawberry cake with strawberry buttercream, and then just like rainbow sprinkles on a pink cake stand. And our photographer slash stylist Vicky Wasik at Serious Seats was like, "Stella, this is a lot." I'm like, "It's not enough." <laughs> um, it was just like gratuitous, and I'm into it. Um, I really like extremely cozy scarves. I like your scarf. Oh, thank you. I, it's, a nice scarf. it's cold in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like oat milk, and I'm not afraid to say it. I agree. Mm, it's delicious. Thank you, Lori. I'm dissenting Did so you hear hard that? on oat milk. I, Did you hear that? Hazelnut milk is the one that I got mad at. But you got I, real I, mad somebody at that. talked me into oat milk, and um, I'm going to dissent on it. It's okay. too sweet. Well, What's I only like you? it in espresso drinks. Okay. So for context, I'm not okay. just like having it on cereal. But you know, sometimes dairy milk kind of coats your throat, mm-hmm. and especially if it's like a sinusy time of year. And sure. I don't like that feeling in my mouth and my what throat. else do you like i like your beard wow thanks i'm a real i'm really into beards thanks. really into beards i like geothermal pools all right <laughs> had you led with that we would have just stopped do they have them in kentucky where are you we experiencing don't. them um i've i've been to a hot spring in japan mm. that was nice i'm i'm going to iceland so i'm gonna go Bye. get my geothermal on over there nice um i am I went to a hot spring in Colorado. Nice. That was really nice. That's great. Yeah, it was good times. Sounds perfect. It's at so the base of a mountain. It's cool. Stella? Wow. You won. Oh my God. Good Yay. job. Are you serious? Yeah, you did it. I haven't prepared a statement or anything. No, no, no. Just like before. Uh, so just thank the people around the table <laughs> oh real God. quick. Lori, Lori, thank you so much. Good, Will great. Scarlett, thank you, you so much. You couldn't have yeah. done it without me. I'd like me. to thank um, Chris, Chris Thornton, who yeah. you've believed in me this whole time. I have. Like, from the beginning when That's I was true. still at a restaurant and yes. just working my butt off. And yes. you even made time to meet me for coffee. And I'd like to thank everyone at WWE Norton. And I'm just so glad yeah. to be here. And everyone in my family at Serious Eats, all you listeners out there, everyone, <laughs> um, the guy at the public library across the street, the folks at HBO. I'm just so... <laughs> 
happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that was beautiful. Wow. That was beautiful. Everyone, check out Stella Parks. Uh, her cookbook is called Brave Tart, Iconic American Desserts. It is an award-winning cookbook. It is a bestseller. And check her out on Serious Eats. Stella, you're a delight. Thank you so much. And thank you for the cake. Let's eat. Eat Thank it. you. Well, that does it for another episode of Carb Face. <laughs> oh. Oatmeal Mouth. Oh. Should we change the name of the show? <laughs> to what? What mouth? Yeah. What oatmeal mouth? Carb Mouth. Oat Mouth. <laughs> that does it. <laughs> <laughs> That does it for another episode of Carb Face. I hope your oatmeal mouth is nice and wet for the rest of your <laughs> oh, life. God. That is my dream for you. I only want good things for you, and that includes oatmeal in your mouth, yeah. oatmeal in your wet mouth. Yeah. Lori, this has been so upsetting and wonderful. Both, both eyes on all your rodents. <laughs> unless, unless, of course, it came in with one yeah. or none. Yeah, let's and not. then, by all means, yeah. protect the eyes. Yeah. Protect the one, that's all you got. Protect the one, mm-hmm. protect the none. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next time here on Carb Face. Follow us on on the socials. Carb Face Pod, Lori doing God's work. Instagram and Twitter, do it. Subscribe, like, tell a friend as a mom. God Five bless. star reviews Five stars. with lots of Five details. Stars. Make your children do it, what just like you, Lori did. What are you guys cooking? Tell us about it in the comments. Yeah. But um, only if you give us five stars. Five stars. Okay, see you next time. Bye. Bye.